Welcome to another episode of Beauty Needs Me, where we host honest conversations about beauty that crosses color, culture, and country lines. I am one of the co-hosts, Dunio Dumasu, and I am here with the other co-host, Talia Griffin. Hey, everyone. In this episode, we have the pleasure of being joined by Danielle and Kaylee, co-founders of Clear Stem Skincare. Clear Stem is an anti-aging and anti-acne skincare line founded on the belief that high-quality, non-toxic, and natural skincare positively impacts your life. Danielle and Kaylee share their own struggles with acne and how it impacted their sense of selves, the science behind the brand, the importance of knowing whether or not the ingredients in your products are pore-clogging, and so much more. We also have our Breaking It Down, Beauty Tip, and Add to Cart segments to share. This was such a fun episode. We can't wait for everyone to check it out. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Beauty Needs Me on all platforms. And don't forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram. All right, let's get into it. All right, Kaylee and Danielle, welcome to the pod. Hey guys, thanks for having us on. Thanks for having us. We are so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. This is going to be such a good one. It really is though. I can feel it. And we just had our caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell us, give us a little bit of the history in terms of how the two of you met. And wait, actually, this is the first time that we're having like co-founders well Well, two of you together we had yeah yeah like together we 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 did a podcast swap with um uh this the men behind this uh business called positive vibes only there was four of them I feel like that's very different though from what you know from what this is yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's our beauty beauty founder duo Awesome. Well, we are honored to be the first on your guys' podcast for that. Uh, Um, And it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be a podcast without the both of us because one of our stories doesn't exist without the other. It's so intertwined, which I love. love But so Danielle and I met um, at a time when I was dealing with a lot of different health issues, um, both internally and externally. The external part is I was dealing with crazy cystic acne, like bright red, inflamed, painful, packing on theater makeup when I left the house. Um, I didn't want to see friends. I felt so embarrassed. Like I couldn't get my health under control. I didn't know what was going on. I'd gone to so many doctors and dermatologists. And the only responses I was given was go back on birth control, go on Accutane, um, or go on antibiotics. And those after so many different doctors and dermatologists, that is all the advice I was given. And I kept advocating for myself. I'm like, I know there's a root cause to this. I know that like those are just band-aid approaches. Like I'm trying to find out what's going on because I am a holistic nutritionist nutritionist at this time. So I'm also mm-hmm. struggling to figure out what's going on with me and trying to lean on people with medical degrees to also mm-hmm. help me figure it out. So as a very last resort, I did one last Google search and up popped San Diego Acne Clinic. And that's the clinic that Danielle owns. And my very first meeting with her, she had me bring in every hair product, makeup product, skincare product I was using. I was her last appointment of the day because we spent a good hour and a half together talking before she even touched my skin at all for the wow. facial. And I had learned 
all these mistakes I was making with my skin, even mistakes that I thought were healthy um, with either supplements I was taking, foods that I was eating that are seemingly healthy, but also triggering acne. I had no idea about pore clogging ingredients and what those actually did for the skin and how they affect the skin and cause acne. So we found out I had, I had 11 different triggers, 11 different acne triggers going on. Wow. So she wow. did the facial and then we pretty much put me on a protocol of eliminating all those different acne triggers and doing all the swaps and doing all the right things. And at this time I was also working in naturopath to heal what was going on internally. I was having a lot of gut issues, digestive issues. I have celiac disease. So I was dealing with a lot of inflammation. Um, but none of that helped until I dealt with those other issues, the acne triggering issues. And so we did that. And at the time, Danielle was starting to develop a scar reversing serum, which is now our cell renew serum, but it was just a little blue bottle before the sticker on it. And after Danielle developed and I developed such a relationship, cause I would lay on her table, like every two weeks, she'd do a facial on my skin. We talk about all things, health and wellness. Uh, we realized that this product was so revolutionary because she was getting people mm. clear. They were left with scar damage. Mm -hmm. These were healing people's scars. And Danielle mm. and I, after a lot of long conversations, were like this is, this is bigger than a singular product in your clinic. Like this is going to change people's lives. And there is no acne or aging line out there that fights both. So our entire line is, it helps with anti-acne and anti-aging and is also non-toxic. That's you amazing. Mentioned, I, I know. Like you mentioned pore clogging ingredients. Can you yes. give us a few? Uh, yes. <laughs> I am so, I was so glad you brought this up right now. Cause I was like, what I really wanted yeah. to talk about on this. Cause, uh, it's <laughs> a thing that never gets discussed. That never. is the biggest thing that will determine your skin, especially if you're acne prone, which hello, like 90% of us are, yeah. whether it's, it might not be all the time, but it's sometimes right. You'll it's also like, hear non-communogenic yeah. uh, swapped out. For That's that. the that's the yeah. big, I feel like mm -hmm. that's such a buzzword these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. The thing with non-comedogenic is it's supposed to mean that it won't topically clog your pores. Um, pore clogging ingredients are also comedogenic. So those two, those are synonyms for each other. Unfortunately, there is no agency that regulates any of those terms. So I have seen it where people will create like a, an acne bomb and they're making it and then also non-comedogenic and it'll have a known pore clogger. Like it's not rocket science. You can look up coconut oil and it's on all the hit lists for being pore clogging and everyone who's in skin knows that, right? So it's not regulated by anyone, but that's part of the reason that we educate so hardcore on this is because if you're acne prone and you're using something that has a pore clogger in it, you will continue to break out. You'll think it's your hormones because it gets worse during your period, but the pore has been clogged all month. This is constant. I see it every day. Um, so pore clogging ingredients, the top ones are the ones that you see constantly right now, especially in the clean beauty um, realm are coconut mm. alkanes, shea butter, algae and seaweed derivatives, and then other things like uh, avocado oil, a marula oil. No. Marula oil all the time. Not marula oil? I know, but on a scale of zero to five, it's a four. Like, it's a solid pore clogger. And and for all the listeners, actually, on their website is, the I think it's a list of 77 pore clogging ingredients, right? Yep. And one of the quotes on your site that I love is, like, um, that products that are in your, that go into your body or that are good to go into your body doesn't mean that they're good to go on your skin. Yep. So organic coconut oil, when you put it on your skin, you're just going to get an organic pimple. I love yeah. that because <laughs> I do feel, I do feel like there is, 
there's this, there's this, you know, people are like, oh, well, I can make my own stuff and whatever I do in my kitchen, I can put it onto my hair or put it onto my skin. I, I get wrapped up in that at times too. Like you can't tell me that my avocado hair, you know, mask, mask is not the right? best thing <laughs> yeah. for, for my hair. Um, but, but I, I really appreciate the genesis of this story. And I want to take it back just a little bit because Danielle, you suffered from acne too for about, for like, was it 10 years or, or oh, something like that? I've done Accutane three times. I spent like eight Sheesh. years on antibiotics. I tried peels, lasers, light therapy. I did everything. So acne is genetic and it is gnarly in my family on both sides. I'm talking cystic acne on the back, the thighs, face, chest. Like it runs like that on wow. both sides of my family. So it was helpful for a really long time. It definitely uh, shaped my psyche and how I see myself and still to this day. So even after three rounds of Accutane, I'm still acne prone. I've got to be careful with what I eat. Like for example, um, this little drink that I just made, it's it's my caffeine drink, but I make sure I have at least a liter of water before I drink it. Otherwise I'll I'll break out a little bit. So I still have to live my life tiptoeing around the fact that I'm still that acne prone. Um, Now, were you guys teenagers when you first started experiencing acne or did it come on in your adulthood? It got really bad for me when I went to college. So I played uh, competitive soccer my entire childhood. So I was constantly sweating. So did I. Did? What position were you? I was center forward or half. Nice. I was was sweeper because I had AD. Oh my God. I was on the travel team from nine years old to 17 years old. It's the best for you, especially when you're young. Like it just like your body's like, hey, this is our normal amount of exercise and it helps you when you're an adult. (laughs) It's the only reason why I'm not um, grotesquely obese now. Same. the only thing I can think of. (laughs) 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah, it's the only reason I'm not obese. Um, But yeah, to to answer your question, I had never wore any, I was such a tomboy and such an athlete um, that I never wore makeup or sunscreen or anything like that. And we were constantly sweating. So I remember it being sort of bad in high school, but college is when shit hit the fan. I got, I was on birth control. We started drinking all the time. You're eating shitty dorm Mm -hmm. food with whatever the hell they mix into it. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Then using crappy makeup because you're poor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Buying a thousand things. And, um, you know, it was, just, it was gnarly. It was like a perfect storm. And I was on the wrong birth control. They put me on NuvaRing and that's like one of the worst for acne. And it wow. was just, it just got so, so, so bad. But college is when it was like, I would say to the point where it was like disfiguring acne. Yeah. Yeah, for wow. me, I, I dealt with it a bit in high school. I, I The dermatologist had given me all like the harsh creams that make your face peel off that I was like, I remember like doing this weird thing with my mouth where I was like trying to open it because it would like crack all the time, which was like so embarrassing because I was a freshman in high school and trying to adjust to like learning to put on makeup and your face crackling apart. So I was on all the different heavy creams. Um, I did like proactive, all the things. It, it got under control for a while. It had like little spikes in in college, but I never had the crazy cystic acne until I hit about 20, 24 years old. And I got off birth control, mm-hmm. um, moved out here to California and my skin just went crazy. Like I am, t- I mean, I'm the very first before and after on our website. If you want to see it is like bright red cystic all down both my cheeks. Wow. So what- so how well, that's this- crazy. Yeah, yeah. On our website, the before and after is Kaylee's photo and it's a progression shot of two months. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So how, I think you guys were touching on this a little bit. How did this shape your idea of beauty first and foremost? And, and Danielle, you were talking about how this played into your psyche and how you saw yourself. So how, what was your, your, just your relationship with beauty from all of this? Um, I had a pretty, uh, just going back a little further than that. Um, 
you know, when you're, we hit like junior high, 14, that's when like, you know, the pretty girls start emerging, you know, and like everyone starts Mm. paying more attention to them and you start Mm -hmm. trying to emulate them. And that's the age where in your psychological development, you know, puberty hits and that's where you start seeing where you rank in your social hierarchy around you, whatever that looks like. So you start seeing, okay, these girls are the pretty ones. What are they doing? And you're like, I don't know how to do that. Um, And then you're, you know, struggling to form your own identity about yourself. And then if you have skin issues at all, um, when you're looking in the mirror, trying to, you know, groom yourself, that nature's way of rewarding you for grooming is to release dopamine. That's your like feel good neurotransmitter. Right. Um, and when you're, when you're trying to make yourself pretty, doing your makeup, whatever, but all you're seeing is acne and you're trying to correct a problem, like the opposite happens. So you just wind up having a hateful relationship with yourself and your reflection a lot of the time. Um, and, uh, that for sure happened with me and it wasn't so I can't remember high school, to be honest. Um, I know it was a problem, but it was really, really bad in college, like from 18 and mm-hmm. on. So um, that's what I really remember. And it was beauty to me was more of a struggle to get. It was coming from a place of deficit instead mm-hmm. of enhancing. Um, you know, if you don't have any issues and you put on makeup, you're like, cool, I just look cuter today. For me, it was like doing two right. hours of like theater makeup and putting lighter color under assist to offset the shadow. And that theater you know, makeup is no joke. Right? right? It's yes. like literally so, clay. Yeah. <laughs> Your pack. I, I, I remember buying the makeup that the Miss like USA pageant girls wore. Mm-hmm. And wearing like three layers of it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally wow. clay on your skin. Um, yeah, I can relate to Danielle a lot on that. And since growing through that and then now having a beauty skincare company, beauty to me is confidence. Beauty to me is feeling comfortable in your own skin. If you love to do makeup because you love to do it, wear all the makeup that you want, but I want it to come from a place of loving yourself rather than makeup because you don't like the way you look. So I want people to find their confidence, to feel like they have control over their skin. They know what breaks them out. They know what they don't. And they wake up and they put a little makeup on and they feel really good again, instead of feeling like they're hiding themselves. But Danielle, you mentioned something. You mentioned that you have cystic acne on both sides of your family. Mm -hmm. So growing up, there were people who looked like you in your house, in your family. Did that balance out the confidence at all as far as seeing yourself as beautiful when everyone kind of has it and everyone is just kind of going through it? That's a really good question. I never thought about that. I'd have to say it was, it made me feel less alone, but it didn't make me feel any less um, ugly. You know, like my, Mm. for um, one of my family members has it really bad and he's, is a male. So he couldn't, he had really bad scarring. I'm half Mm. Peruvian. So a lot of my family is a lot darker and they, we, we we scar really badly. Um, So we were always talking about that or um, it made me feel less alone that it was in my family. But um, my, my sibling, one of my siblings had it pretty bad. The other one didn't. So I st- it was still way worse for me than it was for anyone else. So I feel like it was just acne makes you feel alone. Even if mm-hmm. your friends have it, whatever, it's still something that you internalize and it kind of makes you feel a little isolated. Because mm-hmm. um, you so see it on your face. It's like you can't get away from it. You see it on your face. Yeah, exactly. And because you feel it. You feel like other people are looking at it. Yes. You feel you like the person physically. across the street can see it. Yeah. Cause you can physically feel it on your face and then you're like thinking about it all day and it's on your head and it, it affects the way you show up. It affects the way you communicate and the way you carry yourself. Yeah. That's what we want to change. Yeah. That's part of the reason um, in our brand, like, yes, we have an awesome product line, but our biggest differentiator is our education and like the, yes. the realness of everything. Like we're on Instagrams all the time talking about like how to feel better, what to do, like lifestyle tips. Like half of our, edu- half of our offering is free tips on how to like help your skin <laughs> from the inside out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have to say mm-hmm. when like on your website, I was impressed with how much education was mm-hmm. available in terms of just like trying to help people to understand different triggers, even eating, the fact that you guys touch on like the connection with your gut, because that's something I just learned about like the whole skin microbiome and like the connection between the gut skin access. Like I just learned about that last year. I didn't realize how big of, you know, a concept it was. So I do the at the free education you guys are providing is phenomenal to people. Thank you. Thank share, you. Share some tips with us for what we should eat. I mean, you told me to throw away my marula oil, which I'm not happy about at all. Um, but your just, skin looks beautiful. Yeah. Are you breaking out at all? Yeah. Well, like I literally got off a plane two hours ago and I was like, my face, I I had to throw on glasses for you all because I was just like, maybe you won't see that my skin is breaking out if I throw my glasses. (laughs) Well, I love those glasses. Yeah. They're so cute. We should wear those anyway. (laughs) But But I, I definitely feel that way. Like I don't get acne, but my skin definitely breaks out. But I feel like a lot of it has to do with what I'm eating sometimes. And I, I generally, I generally eat pretty well, but then sometimes I go rogue. And every time I go rogue, I notice. Okay. That is really important because everyone has a different like threshold of sensitivity to different things, but there are like a couple of main triggers that everyone who breaks out needs to be aware of. Number one, eggs. Number two, dairy. Oh, Number eggs. three, <laughs> Yes. Wait a minute. Eggs. That is yes. like my daily breakfast. If you're breaking I, out, though, it can out. be no, a no, trigger. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, you're gonna you keep, keep eating my eggs. Keep eating your <laughs> eggs. Yeah, it's it's so wild. We've hosted some really fun uh, like master classes, and when we talk about eggs we'll hear from people, they'll remove it a few days after we host a masterclass and tell them. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, my acne went down within like three or four days after removing eggs. Wow. So it could be a huge wow. trigger for people. So who are eggs, dairy, dairy, and gluten. Yes. Those are the three. And so dairy will, and it's, it's easy to test. It's, and it's not, I don't want to tell people they can never eat these things again. Here's how you test it. So dairy is going to break you out the next day. Dairy is yogurt, cheese, and whey protein, right? It'll break you out on your chin, right? Where you'd have a goatee. <laughs> it, 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 I swear yeah. to God, right? You know, you yeah. know what you look like as a, a, a pimple goatee. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. literally put whey protein in a smoothie and I eat a lot of bread. I eat a lot <laughs> of bread. So just Talia, you, you don't break out all the time though. I feel like I consistent. I feel like my, my texture is inconsistent. Like I don't get acne, but I feel like my texture is inconsistent and I get little bumps that like disappear, which is why I'm super mm. maniacal about washing my face, double cleansing. Cause I'm like, I'm not giving up brioche and cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you're having whey protein regularly, that's the strongest trigger. If you swap that out for like wow. a rice protein or a hemp protein you're, or even a pea protein, you're going to be solid. Making that one change would make a significant difference. Okay. So just try so it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the concept of anti-aging and anti-acne. So I did not know that some anti, correct me if I'm wrong, some anti-aging products can actually cause acne or some anti-acne products can actually cause aging. Yeah, it's so crazy because these are two completely separate billion dollar industries. And yes. when Danielle and I, we had already created ClearStem and when we were talking to some consultants a few years ago, I remember them telling us like, you're never going to be successful doing both. You have to choose one or the other. You have to choose to communicate for one or the other. We're like, 
No, because so many (laughs) women and men in their 20s and 30s want both. Like they are struggling with acne, but they also want to be using anti-aging products to age gracefully and to minimize the look of wrinkles and to have like healthy glowing skin. So what you just described, the acne products causing aging, the reason for that is acne products are historically very drying. They disrupt the natural skin barrier. They disrupt oil production and they just dry the crap out of your skin which causes accelerated aging. It's going to make those wrinkles develop faster. It's going to make those wrinkles develop deeper. It's going to make your skin look really dry and dull. And you discolor really easily. And so those Mm. are the acne products. And then you have anti-aging products that are just filled with a ton of pore clogging ingredients and nothing corrective for acne. They're focused on some other corrective things, like maybe just wrinkles, like minimizing Mm -hmm. the appearance of wrinkles, making you look um, lifted and firmer, but it's going to be nothing that helps the person with really bad cystic acne to even the person that just deals with the occasional breakout, whether it's the monthly breakout or eating something. And so there was nothing that did both of these that brought both industries together because people need it. So, okay. That that's, that's a huge, I feel like, um, just eye opener for me. And you said something about the consultants, you know, mentioning that these are $2 billion industries. And I feel like that is actually one of the things that the beauty industry consistently um, or critics consistently discuss is that there's always something new that we're being told we need, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's always something new. There's a problem that's been identified. And now the only solution to this problem are these products or this line. So have you guys faced that criticism where it's like, okay, now I can't have anti-aging. I can't have anti-acne or everything that's out there is, you know, one cancels each other out. So now all of a sudden here's clear stem. I feel like the the industry is constantly, they need to have you focus on one thing. It's almost like a cat with a laser pointer and you're making them chase around. Like that's kind of what the beauty industry does. It wants you to focus on the one thing that you've been missing, the one thing that will change your skin. That's very true. Um, it's just something like that. And honestly, they just come up with some new thing and market it and they can patent it and <laughs> it sounds great. New oil <laughs> yeah, Marula oil, oil is the latest on the scene. It'll cure everything. Like, see, you know, Forget it, all the other oils you've ever used. It's all Marula a distraction. Everything. It's all a distraction. <laughs> And honestly, you can have a million great things in your product, but the filler agents is what gets you in trouble. It's the filler agents that do not get marketed, like ethyl hexylpalmitate, mm. isopropyl myristate, things you've never heard of before, but that are in almost all your products. They're not sexy. They, they don't sound sexy. No, they're not. And they're gross. If you actually look at what's in them, it's like it's like palm oil that they made into a wax because it has a long shelf life. And you'll see that in Bobby Brown, Laura Mercier, NARS, Tarte, Benefit. You'll see that in all the main makeup brands. Like it's it's everywhere, but you never know about it. Um, and these are the mm. things we educate on because you can have a million great ingredients, but the filler agents is what gets most of us in trouble if you have acne. Mm-hmm. And filler also called- known as as like inactive ingredients, right? Because exactly. I think most, most people do will just look at the active ingredient mm-hmm. and you're see, right. oh, this has hyaluronic acid at, you know, 1% or it has niacinamide at 2%. And then that's what they go for. And Talia and I talk about that, right? And that there's just not a lot of education yeah. about everything else that are in these products. And I'm a former cosmetic scientist, but I won't even begin to, to, you know, pretend like I remember or immediately know what all of the items are in a product. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine people who are just like going off the word of what the brand says, you know, nobody knows that. I literally have a spreadsheet. 
like the only <laughs> like I'm like checking my spreadsheet, checking the product. Like that's what we, that's track. what we made on our website. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's so frustrating to Danielle and I because we'll have people she'll have people come into the clinic with products, and then we'll have people reach out via email, DM, and be like, I've been using these products. They say they're for acne, but I'm still struggling, and they'll have like one or two active ingredients that could be beneficial for acne, and then a ton of pore clogging filler ingredients. But they're calling themselves like an acne product and non-communogenic, and we're like. Just because you have one or two active ingredients, like everything else has to support that too. And I, I see that time and time again from everyone who DMs and emails like, hey, I'm using this product and it's marketed all about acne. And then I look at the inactive ingredients and there's a couple pore cloggers in it. I'm like, well, it's not doing anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I want to run this by you all. So last or not this episode, but the episode be before this, I get so confused with our episodes, but we had Dr. Rahi on, right? Okay. Episode 23, right? Episode. Thank you. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> I go, loved Danielle. that one. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I came prepared. <laughs> thank you. And she talked about vitamin D. And then mm-hmm. when I was researching you all, um, you had this article where you talked about how vitamin D <laughs> increases testosterone. And yes. so I was like, well, I've developed four chin hairs. And I yep. was like, is, this, is it the vitamin D? How does one know? Because when we had her on, she said that like most people are only getting 20% of what they need. And so I'm yeah. like, how do we test it? Because exactly. I don't want a beard. It is so true. Thank you so much for bringing this up. I feel like you read my mind. Okay, so most people are legitimately deficient in vitamin D. We all live indoors and work indoors, and that's not what we are naturally designed to do with our bodies, right? So most people are legitimately deficient. We'll test between 20 and 30 on our vitamin D, which is you know pretty low. It's lower than ideal. However, when you take it in supplement form, it generally has about double what you would generally get in a day, and it's in one shot. So like most women's multivitamins, it'll have 250% of your vitamin D. Generally speaking here, this is what I see most often. That's two and a half times what you should be getting in a day and you're taking it every day. The thing with vitamin D is that it's fat soluble. So it stores up in your body. It's not water soluble like vitamin C where you just urinate out what you don't use, right? It's fat soluble. So it stores up in you. The surplus will raise testosterone. And this correlation is well documented. This isn't something wow. that you can't immediately Google and find. Guys that don't want to do, guys that want to bulk up, but they don't want to do um, a series of steroids or anything like that, they'll do vitamin D um, excess amounts. Um, men, as they age and they get low T, they start doing vitamin D therapy. The document, the relationship between vitamin D and testosterone is well documented and it devils in the dosage, which is what I really like to spread the word about, like devils in the details, devils in the dosage with vitamins. Mm. So you don't want to be deficient. You also don't want to have a surplus. If you're getting too much, it's actually pretty easy to tell. It'll break you out right, right where you'd have a goatee generally. It's <laughs> vitamin D excess and dairy hit the same, hit the same zone. And I see it constantly. So if you look at your vitamins and you could be having multiple vitamins and they could all have yeah. some vitamin D in there. I've seen people getting like eight times what they thought they were getting because they have it in a lot of different vitamins. And you'll know if it's your trigger, if, if you're breaking out on your chin, immediately cut out dairy, you'll see your reduction. If you're still getting it, look at your vitamins, cut those out for a little bit. You'll see a reduction in inflammation within like three days, if that's your trigger. So, so if what's we have the a low right vitamin way, D, right? Thank you. Go yeah, ahead. Like, what's the what's the right way to get like the correct amount of nutrients? Because I do see mm-hmm. that whenever I purchase, first of all, you know, purchasing 
vitamins, supplements is a whole, it's like the wild, wild west, right? Yes, it is. So two, anytime I take a look at the back of um, a vitamin bottle, I'm always confused by why it's giving me much more than my daily percentage. Like you said, it's like 200%. So how do you make sure you- It's like 40. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how do you make sure that you actually get the right amount of what you need? That's a fantastic question. And I think that you need, uh, I feel like focusing on your diet is number one. That should, and a supplement should just be a supplement. You should be eating the way you should eat if your vitamins weren't an option. That's what I always tell people. And Kaylee has some other thoughts on this. Yeah. So, I mean, what you really want to pay attention to is the big supplements that are going to trigger acne. So that is vitamin D, zinc, B12, and biotin. Those are the biggest ones. Biotin yes. triggers acne. Oh, Biotin yeah. that's supposed to be good for your skin, hair, and nails. Well, it yes. makes it grow, <laughs> but it'll also make your skin hyperproduce keratin, which can clog your pores. Yes. So, oh my God. It, but don't worry. Easy switch is silica. Silica is absolutely amazing for hair, skin, and nails and will not cause you to break out. But biotin. I feel like I need a new body. Yeah. <laughs> we just try to keep it really simple. The pore clogging ingredients list the um, acne triggering foods and the acne triggering supplements. Those are like definitely the biggest things to focus on. And so making sure you're getting the regular amount. So for things like uh, zinc and vitamin D, you can find those a lot in like a smaller supplement form or in a gummy form where you can control your dosage. Um, Mm. I'm a huge fan of not taking multivitamins and more taking singular vitamins that you do actually need. Same. Like I think that pretty much everyone needs magnesium and a probiotic. I think those are like 99% of people are deficient in magnesium. We're just not getting it through food correctly in a probiotic. We're going to help our gut out, especially a spore-based probiotic. Um, Those are going to make a huge, huge difference. Um, other than that, again, like Danielle said, we should be getting it through food. If there's little extra things you want here and there, I definitely am a huge supplement fan. I love all the wellness supplements. So I'll play around with some. I just do pay attention to dosage a lot. So I won't spend money on a supplement if it's like 40,000% of my daily value of this, 40,000 this. So I'll just take a look at those, make sure it doesn't have excess of any of the pork or any of the acne triggering supplements. And then I'll choose to get that. Okay. Two quick follow-up questions. What are your thoughts on omega-3 and what's your favorite line of supplements? Ooh, omega-3 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the brand Nordic Naturals for that. Yeah. They do um, the best. They're fish oils. They're and, known yeah. for their, their omega-3. I personally, so I have a lot of naturopaths in my orbit and different um, health practitioners that I bounce ideas off of and run blood work through and all that things. But I prefer just omega-3. Sometimes you'll see the omega complete where it's three, six, nine. We already manufacture omega-9 in our system and we already get way too much omega-6 from everything else. So I focus on just omega-3. I think it's great for everyone. Um, if you're going to like have surgery or go get like tattooed or something like that, it can thin your blood a little bit. So you just wouldn't take it if you're going to go do a procedure, but overall love omega Mm three. If you're eating a lot of salmon and tuna, you probably don't need to supplement with it, but I eat a lot of salmon. Yeah. Yeah. I eat a lot of fish. So in general, so I don't supplement with any of the omegas for that reason. Cause I'm like, I know I get a lot. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then as far as brands, thorn, thorn, pure encapsulations, solar ray, For probiotic, Just Thrive probiotics, that is hands down the best one. It's pretty much a waste of money if you're not taking a spore-based probiotic. What's spore-based? I was going to say, because mine comes in a little chocolate and I don't, 
I don't know if it qualifies. Girl, you eating candy. You talk about what you're doing. You you eat the candy. brand. You the brand. Friday. The brand is woman founded. It's called like Sakara. Oh, Sakara! I use their chlorophyll drops. They've got some good stuff. Thank you, Dooney Deck. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out, sis. You talk about the, the hair, the acne. I'm like hearing these things. I'm hearing you talk about the chocolate-based probiotic. It's not added up. <laughs> so you're going to get a little benefits from that, but not what you would like want to out of restoring your gut. So when you take regular probiotics, about 99.9% of it doesn't even make it to your gut. If it, wow. Especially if it's refrigerated, that's not getting anywhere close to your gut. Because if if a probiotic can't withstand not being in a refrigerator, then how's it going to withstand your body temperature? And by the time it gets broken down and all the different digestive processes we have until it gets to your gut, it's not making it. So other probiotics, it's basically dumping probiotics in, hoping they'll just figure it out. They'll just be in there. It's just like, you know, throwing like spaghetti a at a pray. wall. Yeah. So, so does, <laughs> this, does this mean so. like Activia and like Greek yogurts there and all those other probiotic Marketing. yogurts? I think they're <laughs> helpful, but a spore-based one is what yeah, you really it's not want. actually going to yeah. do anything. So spore-based basically means it plants seeds in your gut to teach you how to grow the good gut bacteria. So it's essentially training your gut. You got more brand? Growing grass in my gut. I know. What's the, <laughs> Kay, Kaylee, what's the brand? Just Thrive. Just Thrive. Mm-hmm. Just thrive. I, I can attest. I love, love, love that probiotic. Mm-hmm. Way less bloated. Um, yeah, I yeah. really like that brand. Like, we have the gut, brain, and skin connection. So when yeah. your gut's healthy, your digestion's going to be on point. You're not going to brain fog. You're going to be dialed in. You're going to sleep better. Your skin's going to look better. Everything's connected to our gut. And so Kaylee, gotta keep it good. you're also like the foremost on uh, apple cider vinegar. You wrote <laughs> yeah. a book about healing with apple cider vinegar. So I feel like you should give us three tips on how we can use ACV to elevate our beauty and wellness routine. And Ooh. FYI, none of these can be repeated when we ask for your actual beauty tip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. No, I had apple cider vinegar was very transformative to me in a, in a fun way when I was going through a lot of different health issues, because it can be used for so many different things. I mean, it's been used since the days of Cleopatra, Cleopatra. That was like her number one beauty tip was to like use apple cider vinegar to drink it, to use it on her skin, everything. So one of the best, one of the greatest reasons I love apple cider vinegar is for our ability to increase stomach acid in our bodies. Mm. Stomach acids is going to help us break down food. So a lot of people, when they have acid reflux, they think it's because they have too much stomach acid and they're put on acid blockers. When in reality, about 90% of those people, it's actually because they don't have enough acid. Because as we get older, the acid in our stomach diminishes and we have a harder time breaking down food. That's why people, as they get older, they'll be like, I can't eat that anymore. I can't eat that anymore. They just don't have enough digestive enzymes and they don't have enough Mm. stomach acid to break it down anymore. So drinking apple cider vinegar about a half an hour before you eat, you don't want to have it after you eat uh, because it's going to slow down the digestion process. So you want to have it before you eat and it's going to help stimulate the digestion process. One, starting with your saliva. 
Saliva is a very overlooked digestive process. There's digestive enzymes that are only released when we release saliva. And then it's that tartness, the apple cider vinegar, it's going to help stimulate that. And then it's going to help stimulate the, um, our stomach acid. So it'd be in replacement of taking like HCL pills, which a lot of people will do to increase stomach acid. So it's going to help just stimulate the whole process to really prep your body for digestion. And the better we can digest food, the more glowing our skin will look. Because when our one t- cap full sufficient, just a one um, little cap, one little like yeah, like about an ounce, like a shot's worth in water. Though you always want to dilute water. it okay. um, because it'll ruin the enamel of your teeth and your esophagus because it's too acidic. So always in water. So does that mean if I'm slightly lactose intolerant, which I am, that <laughs> if I if I drink a little bit of this ACV, that I can have a dairy product and that it it's going help. to digest? more easily without Dooney, stop trying to eat pizza. Issues. Stop trying to eat pizza. <laughs> not fully. I just want to be able help. to eat cheese again. <laughs> she wants nachos so bad. Like you can't so have bad. them. Don't so we all? Bad. Yeah, right, right. Um, it won't fully eliminate it if you're lactose intolerant. It will just help the general digestive process because lactose intolerance is a little different. It's like your body's reaction. It's like very yeah. adverse. It's to the it. sugar part. Yeah. That you're so, not but it'll liking. help in general break things down a little easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I also have, I have another question. What is DNA wait a minute? Damage? She didn't tell us what. ACP oh, I'm sorry. For I our, forgot. You for have our two skin. more tips. Yes. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I have. There's so many things we want to get to. Sorry. Okay, I'll make, these, two I'll more make these last two really quickly. <laughs> so I love making a hair rinse with apple cider vinegar. I do that. Okay, yeah, good. Finally, I do something obsessed. right. Yes. I'm upset. It gets all the, I put so much gunk in my hair. I, I'm like piling on dry shampoo. I don't wash my hair for like a week and a half. Like there's so much dry shampoo in my hair when I go to finally wash it. So an apple cider vinegar rinse just helps get all that gunk out. And then if you are in a pinch, it can be used as a toner as long as you heavily dilute it with water. So just a little bit of apple cider vinegar and some water. It can be a quick like refresher toner if you're on the go and um, don't want something with like a ton of ingredients in it. Maybe you're like traveling, need a little like wipe down um, and don't want to run to CVS and get like something cheap. Just get some apple cider vinegar and water. Just give yourself a little rinse. Haley, I have to say in the spirit of like all of us being authentic, I've never heard a white girl say that they go more than like... (laughs) 48 hours. Look, I, am so, hair. I am so impressed. <laughs> I'll go to, I, I just have never it heard that. <laughs> I'll go two weeks. I go so long. I'm I just so jealous. Dry shampoo I'm like, hair. what kind of black girl hair is growing out of her hair? <laughs> right. I have a funny thing. This guy I'm dating, I like, I'll spend weekends at his house. And the other weekend he was like, you, cause I like, I got back from working out and I was like quickly rinsed, showered, did my thing, came back downstairs. He was like, you never wash. I've never seen you wash your hair. I've been seeing him for months and he's never seen me wash my hair. <laughs> Not once. I love I'll, it. I'll be with him for like four days in a row. And I won't, we won't ever see you. He's just hair. looking at you like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> That is too funny. That is too funny. He's like secretly okay. sniffing it like, okay. <laughs> Weird. What is happening over there? I'm like, I'm not going to wash it. So, um, Okay. So Danielle, can you talk to us a little bit about DNA damage to the skin? Like what exactly, yes. because I feel that's another, it seems to be, I guess, pillar of the brand that it, you know, the way it's formulated to help correct that. So what is DNA damage? 
Excellent question. I, as a science and biology person, I just assume that everyone kind of knows what that means. And it was a revelation that that wasn't widely understood. So thank you for asking that. Um, so DNA, you know, DNA is like the coding in your cells and, it, you know, a perfectly happy cell is going to be great. And then the way that our, our, all the cells in our body pretty much do this is they replicate the most recent copy of themselves. So if your skin gets damaged from the easiest thing that we all get damaged from is the sun sometimes like mm -hmm. too much UV damage, basically, you know, so it'll kind of damage the DNA and the, 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 quality of your cell and then it only reproduces mm. that damaged version so no matter what's happening you're getting a cascade effect if your cells are damaged um or your body is really inflamed or whatever and the damage is the inflammation is high your dna is being degraded and then your cells are only going to replicate that most recent version of itself right so it can be a cascade negative what we like to do is make it a cascade positive so we all of our formulas have stem cells in it and our main serum we have two main serums, but the main one is called Cell Renew, and that one has bioavailable collagen stem cell media. It's from donated, purified human tissue. Um, it's all very a very happy process. There's nothing weird behind it, but it is actually like collagen from donated tissue. So what that means is that your cells can go in and use that as food to repair the damage that they've just underwent so that when they're replicating, they're replicating a better, healthier version of themselves. What you notice from that is that your sun damage seems to heal faster. You don't get damaged as quickly. Acne scars and wrinkles heal a little bit faster. And a part of this whole process of repairing DNA damage is also not causing it in the first place. And that's why we always tell people to stop using hot water on your face. Mm. Hot water from the mm. shower, it annihilates your, uh, your lipid barrier, your own natural oil. So you'll be really, really dry as soon as you get out of the shower. And anything that dries your skin like that, especially if it's heat, will make you get UV damage a lot faster. So people are doing this every wow. day. And I did it too for years. Before. I have said this to so many black people and they're just like, what? UV, the sun. I was like, look. <laughs> yeah. It's not about you burning. It's about yeah, the damage. The cells for sure. So the, the reason why I'm kind of mind blown right now is, so my, um, my career is in biotech. And so specifically, I work for a gene therapy company. Ooh. And the whole, I, Kaylee, I'm sure you probably understand what this is. The whole idea is that the products that we make are for patients with rare diseases, rare genetic diseases. And the gene therapy goes in and replaces the defective gene that is the underlying cause of the disease. So to think about this happening in the context of like, beauty and the mm. products for your skin is absolute. I'm like having a, a little scientific geek out moment right now because I just never would have like made that connection across the aisle, so to speak, you know, because I understand so clearly how it happens in the bodies of people who have rare diseases and who have no cure whatsoever. But I just, I would have never thought that this is the, like, it's an applicable process to repairing skin, yeah, I mean, the, our genetics play a huge role in so much, but then, you know, there's genotype and then there's phenotype, right? You mm -hmm, can have certain mm -hmm. genetic profile and it cannot be problematic, but then put Boy, you in a different set of environmental circumstances and then it becomes a problem. Um, but there's right. just things that we do to our skin that we're not biologically designed to do, like even showering every day. We're not, we weren't made for that you know, reverse time mm -hmm. hundred years ago, no one was showering that often, right? Like yeah. that's just not yeah. what our skin was meant for. So when we are, you know, in our first world 
you know, showers with like hot showers every day, twice a day, washing our face twice a day. Like our skin isn't designed for that biologically. So um, the way we, the way we do these things, the cumulative effect is huge. And it can, if you're genetically prone to get skin cancer more easily, using hot water on your skin is the number one thing you need to stop doing before you do anything else or buy anything else. And um, when it comes to doing treatments too, um, a lot like lasers, I have I don't love a lot of the ablative lasers because they can create a ton of side effects that are irreversible, especially like laser hair removal. No, that's fine. Laser hair removal is fine. IPL, laser hair removal. I was about to end this whole damn episode. I was going to say, you know what? I've had had enough. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just, when people want to do treatments, I get it. Just don't go home. And your post care is everything after a treatment. You want to go spend three grand on some, you know, crazy laser. That's great. Make sure you're not going home burning your skin with hot water after or you won't heal the same as you would want to. Mm. Yeah. Oh my Laser hair removal is amazing. That IPL. <laughs> and then there, my other favorite laser is called the clear lift and it doesn't ablate your skin at all. It just stimulates new collagen. Um, but yeah, okay. some lasers are super fun. I do them every month. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good. Dooney, so, do we want to talk about products? Wait, I have another question. So a lot of what you've seen um, and, and, and even the science behind your brand do you find that this works for women of people of all ethnicities or have you found that there are some underlying factors that show up more in black women in Asian women, Hispanic compared to white women? Good question. So our, the, the original serum, I was formulating it because I have a ton of ethnic clients and you, if you hyper hyper pigment means you get a brown spot from something, whether it's from, um, you know, a pimple or a scar or just a, you know, anything that happens to the skin, you can hyper pigment if the more darker you're able to tan. So when you get acne, you scar very easily, but the things we would do to get rid of scars, like, a, like an aggressive chemical peel that can backfire on darker skin types. So, mm. um, basically what I did was, uh, we made a stem cell serum that helps heal the skin naturally without any risk of hyperpigmentation. So the, the line was actually made for ethnic skin at its original origin. Um, wow. you know, like someone like Kaylee, she's so fair. I can just peel it, whatever I off and yeah. send her off. And in a week, it's fine. I do that to someone who's Filipina and sh- shit can go very wrong and it can be really yeah. hard to reverse. And same thing with lasers. So, um, our line was literally made to treat scar damage and DNA damage on ethnic skin when other modalities are not the best option. Amazing. All right, Talia, you want to get into what? Yes. And into the products. So, um, so I have body acne and I was like, oh, I wonder if any of the acne products, can I just like, even though they're supposed to be like for face, can they also be for my body? Absolutely. And that's why we made both of our washes so big. Like we, Mm. you know, you see a lot of like (laughs) boutique washes and they're in these like little three ounce things. We made ours seven ounces. So you can have it in the shower with you, especially our vitamin scrub, because for acne exfoliation is key. It is one mm. It's the most important thing you can do out of any product. So our vitamin scrub, I leave one in the shower, scrub your whole body with that vitamin scrub. And then Clearty uh, is one of our serums that really, really help with acne because it's our acid serum. And so that, I mean, this is what I do after I rub it on my face, I use what's left over and I just kind of give a quick like rubbing on my shoulder. So you can mm. easily use that on other parts of your skin. I love a transferable love product because I'm so lazy. I can't just be buying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of our, we're right there with you. We are our own customer and I get body acne too. And all of our products are multifunctional. <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. it's, 
like 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 Kaylee said, like the bot like the face scrub can be used on the body. It's that and this all the serums can too. Um, but with body acne, one thing I want to point out is that certain fabrics can be really um gnarly for body acne, like things that like rub your skin raw, um, like wool or like polyester oh, things. And you want to mm. avoid friction basically. Fashion Nova, anything from Fashion Nova isn't gonna a lot do. of yeah, a lot of a lot of fast fashion sadly is made with like the cheap fabrics that just can destroy our skin if you're having skin irritations and skin issues. Yeah, people get it like yeah. on their sports bras a lot too. Friction is the thing that gets body acne worse. Talia, do you have more questions on the um on the products? Because I have I like some questions that. on ingredients. Okay. So I'm going to say four, I feel like are popular ingredients right now that people are like making sure all in their in their regimen in some way, shape or form. Give me a yay or nay if this is anti-aging. I'm like, this is um, a new game she has invented. (laughs) I like this. Yay or nay. Off the top, off the top. Okay. Vitamin C. Yay. Yay. Retinol. Eh. It depends. Yeah. We have never heard a uh it depends. It's yeah, I'll clear I'll yeah. clarify that. Retinol is okay. not an easy yes or no. So the reason everyone's like, oh retinol, retinol, like it can help it helps uh, the skin produce itself faster because as we age, the process of regeneration slows down. The thing with retinol, if you retinol can be something like mild, like the uh skin one is a pretty nice one for over the counter. It's not going to be super aggressive. When you get into the prescription retinols like tretinoin, retin-A, Tazerac, that's when it can get gnarly and it makes you peel and it makes you very sun sensitive. And anything that makes you more sun sensitive, I'm just not a fan of. That's just my philosophy, like quit creating damage to try to have to fix it later. So that's why I don't Mm. like prescription retinols at all. Um, And it can, I don't think it's that great for what it's trying to do anyway. I don't even like them for acne. Um, In the clean (laughs) beauty space, in the clean beauty space, meaning no toxins, that's what you care about. Retinol's not in that space. So what we use is Bakuchiol, which is a retinol yeah, alternative. Yeah. And we have that yeah. in our moisturizer. Okay. Alpha hydroxy acid. Hell yes. Yes, our favorite. Okay. <laughs> that's that hell yes. creates the most transformation to skin. Yeah. Our Clarity Serum mm-hmm. is um, actually a blend of mandelic acid and lactic acid, which are both in the alpha hydroxy family, but they're not as aggressive as glycolic. Glycolic's really common. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I should have made it specific to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to expand on anything you asked me. Uh, but yeah, we use acids that are friendly, but they don't create a ton of like long-term sensitivity. Like the way you use an alpha hydroxy acid, you put it on bare skin. It's going to eat whatever's, whatever it touches, right? So you want it to eat away mm. dead skin and cl- unclog your pores. So you put it on clean skin. Leave it alone for 15 minutes. It needs time to do its work. And then you put on something else after that and then it's done. It doesn't mm. like alter the way your skin behaves in a way that could backfire on you the way a retinol would. Yeah. Okay. And like with a glycolic, a lot of people can, especially with more sensitive skin, can have like redness issues, purging issues, all the things, more sensitive to the sun. So ours is a nice, even keeled one that even people with the most sensitive of skin have used um, yeah. with a lot of amazing turnout. Wait, you said you have to use an AHA on cl- clear skin? On bare, bare skin. skin. You want to cleanse skin. your skin and then put it on. Well, yeah, what about moist- people who have it in moisturizers? That Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, th- like, that's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it, it depends on what you're trying to do. So our line um, is extremely corrective. And so we use uh, we use things in a very specific way. So you would use the acid serum on bare skin and the 
the reason most people in our in our are drawn to our line is because they're trying to clear their skin, right? And they want to unclog their pores. So in order to do that, it has to be a certain strength and it needs uninterrupted access to your pore. So you want it to go in and ours is actually a, a professional strength. Like if you have a, a you have a moisturizer with an alpha hydroxy acid, it, it could have various different ingredients in it. They're maybe not acne safe even like it's just, it's a nice thing, but it's not as like direct and to the point as using a standalone alpha hydroxy serum. Got does that it. make yeah. sense? Yep. Yeah. Got it. So you use okay. ours, it's strong, it shows up, it does its work, and then you move on to the next step. Mm. Okay. And the last one is niacinamide. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You that are is very not, lukewarm. I know. I was like, that, <laughs> that is not. Very we're not like lukewarm. obsessed with it. We're not like obsessed I, with it. I like, think it's nice. Like, a lot of people come in when they come into the clinic, they have that one from the ordinary and it's like niacinamide 10% with 2% zinc. It's nice. All it's going to do is brighten you. It's not going to, it's not going to like show up to the party and like make a huge difference. <laughs> it's just not, you know, if you're not using yeah. anything and then you add niacinamide, yeah, you'll get a brightening effect. You'll like it. But it's not, if you have acne and you're trying to get corrective work done, it's not going to be the thing that does that for you. Wow. So can we get into routines, Dooney? Are we ready yes. for those? We. I feel like I still have stuff, but yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> I, just thought, it's like, I think we're going to need a already, part two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's already we're almost so down. I'm like I having know. a blast already. We're going like, to need a part I'm two. Like, let's just do this again. It's we, fun. we can do a part two. We can do a part two for sure. <laughs> All right, okay. So Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee, you wake up in the morning, dirty hair. What's the first yeah. thing we're doing? <laughs> Always sleep with my hair in a hair clip. Always sleep my hair with a hair clip because I got to keep all my dirty hair out of my face so I don't make my face dirty. Like there's a method to the madness. My hair is all, I mean, it's. I actually just washed it today, but it's like back in a clip right now. So this was like a big day. Washed my hair this morning. Oh, it smells good. Just for us. I know. Just for you guys, I washed We appreciate you showing up for us today. <laughs> so I like to do all things hydrating in the morning. So I want like the glowiest, like youthful looking bright skin. So I'm going to wash with gentle clean, which is just our nice hydrating gentle cleanser, depending on how the day is. Um, if my skin is super dry for whatever reason, I won't do this step, but if it's Ooh. just average, I'll take our vitamin scrub and just scrub for like five seconds. Cause I got the real washing in with the gentle clean. The vitamin scrub is just to kind of prep and prime my skin to give it a little glow and to make sure all my serums go in as well. So again, if it's dry, I'll skip it. But if it's an average day, quick five seconds, little refresher. And then I will do either our cell renew serum or bounce back serum. Our cell renew serum is the scar reversing serum we've been talking about has hyaluronic acid in it. It's very hydrating. And then our bounce back is basically our cell renew serum on steroids plus peptides. So it's going to help with like lifting and firming. And I love it. It's just more hydrating, gives me more of a glow. I'm obsessed with it. That's the pink one. Um, so I'll do that. And then I will put on our brand new eye serum called bright eyes that mm. I am so obsessed with. The other day, this is really exciting. The other day <laughs> I was FaceTiming the guy I was dating. He's with one of his friends and his friends like grabs the phone. He's like, you'll never believe what happened. I was like, what? He was like, this guy just asked me if I'd recently gotten Botox in my eyes. And I said, no. <laughs> he goes, no, I've been using your bright eyes for the last five days. It's the shit. Literally it's awesome. someone <laughs> asked him about Botox and he was using bright eyes. I was like, that is the best. Wait, but ever. here's, here's, here's the question. Did you know he was using your eye cream? 
<laughs> I did because he, he okay. did because he had told me he had bought it like a week or so ago. So okay. I knew okay, he was using it, and but like they had just so happened to be talking about it. So I'll do the eye serum all all around my eyes, and I'll do a little on my lips too. And then um, I'll do two rounds of our Hydra Glow because I love just being super glowy during the day. So everything, nice. all things hydrating. So I'll do gentle clean, quick five seconds with vitamin scrub, um, cell renewer, bounce back, um, bright eyes, our eye serum, and Hydra Glow or mm-hmm. moisturizer. I'm going to have to try yeah. the eye serum because I am not Seriously. a believer in like eye creams. Eye I'm cream, just, likewise. Um, just, I, they normally don't work that They well. normally don't work at all. And I, <laughs> I'm someone who like, I have a lot of crow's feet because my eyes are blue and they're so sensitive to the sun. So I'm squinting all the time and Mm. I just feel like I get inflamed easily. So I'll have like kind of puffy skin. It is truly made the biggest difference with my, both my crow's feet and the puffiness underneath my eyes. Um, like mind blown. Like I love, I'm obsessed that we made it. (laughs) Let's get into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We need to send you guys. You can also, it doubles as a lip treatment. All of our stuff doubles as something else The bright eyes, you put it it on, put it on, you can put it all over the eyelid too, which some, Mm -hmm. some creams you can't do because it'll get into Mm -hmm. your lashes and get into your eyes. And it's just a hot mess. This one you put all over, it's cooling. You can feel it go in and then you just put whatever's left on your lips and Mm -hmm. it's it's a nice, nice product. I love it. Okay. Kaylee, before we move on though, can you give us a round, a rundown of how you eat in general as well? Yeah, I keep a very clean diet. What I mean by that is I'm just very intentional about about whole foods in my diet. So in the morning, it's typically a smoothie. Um, So I'll wake up. I want to work out and my smoothie, it's very, very simple. Too many ingredients will throw off my digestion and just leave me feeling really lethargic throughout the day. So I try to focus on things with minimal ingredients. So I'll just do a smoothie with almond milk, two handfuls of spinach. I'll do about a cup of berries, some chia seeds, um, and protein powder. I always want to get at least 20 grams of protein in the morning, but no way protein, no way protein. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I'll just, I'll blend that up. And if I need a little fat in it, I'll either do a little avocado blended in or some like peanut butter or almond butter on top. Um, that'll keep me full for a while, especially the fiber from both the chia seeds and the spinach plus the protein Mm -hmm. that fiber and proteins is what's going to help you stay full. If you're eating a very carb based breakfast, you're going to have that blood sugar spike and you're going to be starving in an hour or two. Mm, And then you're just going to want to snack all day. Yeah. So I try to avoid carbs in my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. So pretty much almost no carbs for me in the morning for the reason of, I know I'll get tired. I know I will be really, really hungry later. I want to like just snack all day. And I like my brain being on and focused for the day. So that's why I focus on fiber and protein and some fats in the morning. Um, lunch will either be a salad, whether it's a sauteed salad with a bunch of sauteed veggies or keeping it raw with a protein. And so I love fish. Um, I, we, Danielle and I love making liver because liver is one of the best things for your skin. That's super food. So, yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Liver? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this is the so, first time I'm hearing this. Really? Oh, it's literally one of the best. I notice a huge difference from when I eat liver and when I don't. It's like bright glowing skin, dull skin. Like it's mm. wild. It has well, to do with how the do you, How do you be make a, it? Because yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, before before you answer that, this may be a silly question, but like 
liver from which animal? Like, is it a chicken liver? Yeah, I, is it a good beef? question? Like, liver, chicken or beef, <laughs> and you have to get the organic grass fed because if you think liver is what filters are the toxins that all our of their stuff, exactly, not buy a conventional liver. It has to be like the organic grass fed. So we have a grocery store here um, that sells it, and then also our far- farmers market. I we just were, got some from the farmers yeah, market we this really, morning. There's a really good ranch, the farmers liver. market. Liver. So yeah. how do you make the chicken liver? Because I, I can't do beef. How do you make yeah. the chicken? Liver? Yeah, beef I, is a little intense. It is. It's a little intense. Um, so the tr- <laughs> the trick is I'm mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> you see my face? I'm like, oh, <laughs> like hard pass. <laughs> the trick is onion and garlic, salt and pepper, and then something vinegar. So you're gonna want to salt and pepper it a lot. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sear it um, with some garlic and onions, and then when you put it on top of a salad or veggies or whatever it is balsamic vinegar really, really helps cut the taste vinegar. I'll sometimes do a splash of apple cider vinegar and some balsamic and even a little bit of honey on top of that balsamic Ooh. too. Yeah. A little bit of balsamic. I feel like my relationship with you all keeps wavering. Like sometimes I'm like really into you. And then I'm <laughs> like, yeah, what is I, feel like, I feel like I love it. I feel like this is challenging me in ways that I didn't know I needed to be I challenged. Love doing weird. Like, I'm I too love challenged. Weird <laughs> like, I feel attacked. <laughs> We don't want that. I love we are outside our comfort zone, so but we love this. <laughs> I never would have thought liver. Like I Ever. never, I never would have thought liver. But I, this is why I love these conversations because it's it's so enlightening. The things that you don't think about, especially when it comes to food, because mm-hmm. I I understand that food is such a fundamental. It's a huge part of like your overall wellness and health. Food is medicine. That does not stop me from eating horribly, but I do understand. And I'm trying to, you know, be more consistent with eating better. Last night was the first time that I ever Googled what is in Chick-fil-A fries or like, (laughs) or McDonald's fries. Why are you eating fast food? Well, no, because I just started my period today and the day before it's all, I always crave sweet and salty. I'm not going to yes. tell you all how much I spent to have an <laughs> Uber, Uber Eats deliver a shamrock shake from McDonald's oh my God. and then, yes. and then, and then to get um, some sweet potato fries from Hip City Veg because I could not leave my house. And I, I knew that <laughs> you needed both. I should have, le- yeah, I needed the salty and the sweet. Yeah. But, um, so, <laughs> but it was the first time that I Googled like, okay, what are in these fries? And I was just dumbfounded. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, see, you want to know why? You want to know? You want to know why? Because no, no, no. Because I needed to like have. I've been wanting to do it, but I didn't because I knew I wasn't ready to completely turn the corner. <laughs> exactly, but I needed to now because now I can be like, you have no excuse. You know, and it's you gonna it's, forever yeah. like turn me off. Now I'm not. I don't know that I'm never gonna eat a Chick Fil A fry. You're still gonna eat them. It's good. But. Yeah, I'm probably still gonna eat it. But the awareness, because it really makes you realize, like mm-hmm. this, the stuff that we eat is just. It's horrible. It's yeah. Especially I mean, fast food too. There's some, the food science is a thing. And then with a lot of these bigger companies like uh, Brinker International, for example, they own like Chili's and Applebee's and like chain restaurants like that. They have mm-hmm. food scientists that try to hit what's called the bliss point, And it's the perfect amount of fat, salt, and sugar to keep you eating even after you're full. Even if you feel sick, you still want to eat it. it. Like, And then they put like MSG and like other excitotoxins in there to like make you crave it more. Mm-hmm. So it's good to be it's aware, like but like, do you, it's like taking the blue or red yeah. pill in the matrix. Like be a little careful with what you, what you want to know. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Let me give a more relatable lunch is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's my like because that's like my fun skin that's like my fun weird skin health lunch right okay but okay, okay. my my she call it liver fun is, that's yeah, my liver fun. <laughs> okay turkey roll-ups i'll get organic Ooh. sliced turkey i'll put whatever I'm feeling on the inside. Sometimes it's a little bit of mustard. Sometimes it's a little bit of mustard and mayonnaise. Sometimes it's guacamole, whatever I want on the inside. And then broccoli sprouts. Broccoli sprouts are the most nutrient dense green because it's essentially taking it from all the broccoli and condensing it into the sprout version. I'll put some broccoli sprouts. If I have some arugula, which I love, I'll put a little arugula in there. I'll roll it up. I'll make like five of them and you'd be imagine like amazed at how full you are after like five of those turkey roll-ups. And those are like my quick go-to lunch. And you can put any salad dressing on them too. Mm-hmm. And they're all different. It's different every time. Yeah. There's no roll. You don't put those turkey roll-ups into a roll. <laughs> a nice brioche. I save my carbs for dinner time. Because again, like I, as wow. soon as I eat carbs in the middle of the day, I just feel yeah. really tired. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I can have like a sweet potato in the middle of the day or um, like veggie forms of carbs, like sweet potatoes, carrots, if any of those are roasted or butternut squash, spaghetti squash. But as far as like a bread type carb or um, pasta, I got to save those for at night for me. Do you drink coffee? Uh, I do, but not all the time. I do have to be careful because I'm very acne prone as well. So too much Mm. caffeine will trigger acne, but I've been on a huge coffee kick recently because I love the taste of coffee. I think it's so good. Um, I've been a huge fan of Jot. It's this concentrated coffee and it doesn't give you the, yeah, J-O-T. You only need a tablespoon of it and it doesn't give you the jitters because it's, I need to look more into the science, but it's some type of the way they extract it to make the concentrated coffee that disperses in your body a little more correctly and doesn't hit you as strong. And so you don't get that big blood sugar spike and that anxiety that coffee can sometimes bring you. And I've just been obsessed with the taste. Oh, I got to try it. Yeah. So that's been my, that's been my new favorite. I've been doing my, a jot, like jot with some almond or coconut or pistachio milk. I love like fun alternative milks. I think it's really fun when I see like, a, <laughs> I like bought a black sesame milk the other day in the store. Cause I saw it. I'm like, this sounds fun. Um, so she left for, I she mean, left where for are you shopping? <laughs> I literally raided her fridge. She's also like influencer. So people just send her stuff to you. You should see this girl's All that fridge. I bought. My fridge is everything I bought. Kinds of nut milks, like shaman blessed mushroom tea. Like, and she thinks it's fun. Oh, I think it's so fun. I like the weirder the drink. I'm like, let me try it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so Danielle, it's the morning for you. And what are we doing? Um, I'm on that Sakara kick right now. I really like her packaging, her branding, the philosophy. It's expensive as shit. Money's not an it's option. So, yeah, it's, so it. it's so yeah. expensive. It's so expensive. I mean, it's worth it though. She's that, that as a, I look at everything as a business too, because I'm a business owner as well. So if someone has a good product, like I also look to see like what's gone into it. And I really like Sakara. So um, right now my morning kick is those chlorophyll drops. I think it's called the detox drops mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's basically like taking a wheatgrass shot, but you do it from a drop. Mm-hmm. So I do that. Mm-hmm. I try to crush about a liter of water a day before I have my caffeine drink. And I don't love coffee because I'm an esthetician and I'm conscious of my breath when I'm breathing on people <laughs> and coffee doesn't do you any favor. So um, that's just how I feel about it. So I actually um, have this drink called early bird and I, it got, it was an ad that got suggested to me and it was right up my alley and it has, all, I'm a bit of a biohacker. So it has all these neurotransmitters in it, like GABA and L-theanine and the caffeine is from like a green tea source. So it's just like a scoop of something and you put it in a shaker and God damn, this stuff makes me feel amazing. So I do that instead of coffee. Wait, what's what this called? called? It's right. called Early Bird. 
early bird. bird. And it's got like, it has adaptogens. It's got like ashwagandha. It's got a bunch of other really good ingredients okay. that I Speaking love. Speaking of me and Tilly's language. Yeah. Right? We're here. We're here. We're here. We, we both the love. Yeah. stuff. So yeah, okay. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I love biohacking. So um, I, I, yeah, coffee, I feel like it, um, I feel like I got to be so careful with it. It can make me break out too much. I got to put sugar in it in order to like it. I feel like I have to brush my teeth three times and not taste it anymore. It's just not my favorite thing. It's not my go-to. On the days I don't do the early bird thing, um, I'll do like an English breakfast tea with a little lavender syrup and oat milk. That's my other favorite. Um, Lavender syrup? I don't think I've, oh, like a sweetener. I'm thinking like Mm -hmm. legit, like maple syrup that's lavender flavored I was about to say I've never heard of that oh that would be good too but no like if you you know if you go to Starbucks and you get like a lavender yeah, yeah, latte yeah. or whatever okay. it's just a okay. syrup so I just make yeah. that at home and you know save myself seven dollars <laughs> what are you doing to your face in the morning uh, in the morning, I am really, cause I, we live in Southern California and I love the sun. I'm always out in the sun. I'm not one of those estheticians that like is a vampire. So, um, I don't exfoliate in the morning generally. So in the morning I wake up, I do gentle clean and then I do, I get straight to doing the, um, pretty much what Kaylee does. Actually, I'll do a couple layers of our cell renew serum. And that one is designed to be rubbed in. And I really like rubbing things in because when you activate your own circulation, you get healing, you get blood flow, you get what you really want. So I massage that in a lot. Um, and then I'll do a little bit of bounce back and hydroglow. And then I put on that sunscreen and I usually go for a walk or something. Do like that. you use your mineral sunscreen brush on on thing I have that in I have that in my car and like all my clutches and everything like that I have a different sunscreen that we carry on our website it's from another brand called face reality that that's acne safe Mm -hmm. and the thing with sunscreen is you want the highest amount of zinc or titanium that you can find that looks good on your skin um so that's just the one that I really like um you're gonna laugh at this this is some this is some in the weeds nonsense, but if I'm going to be like at the beach or going swimming, um, there is actually this diaper cream that is 40% zinc and it doesn't have any pore cloggers in it. So I literally take a little dollop of that <laughs> and a squirt of foundation and make like a super CC cream shield. Which I know it sounds ridiculous. This? It's I called Boudreaux's butt paste and it doesn't smell weird. It actually smells good and <laughs> it, it has calming things because it's meant to heal a little baby's diaper rash. This right? is what I mean when I say that our relationship oh, goes back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Like eating liver and then rubbing She'll, butt cream on but your But like face. literally, you'll say one thing that I'm just like right there with you. And then the next, I'm like, what are we doing? Innovation like, comes in all forms, Talia. Wait, what's, the, what's, the, what's, what's, the percent, what's the percent zinc oxide in that? 40%. It's literally a shield. Cause I did a lot of lasers back right. in the day and I ne- no one ever told me how to care uh, for my skin. And because okay. I was acne prone, I never wore sunscreen. So I have melasma that kicks up like this. I have hyperpigmentation uh, that kicks up after like, it's crazy. So I have to be super paranoid about the sun. And that's why the bigger okay. zinc shield you can put the, better. the better. Okay. Yeah. I feel like on, on, on my skin complexion, that's not going to show up. It will not well. work for you. Yeah. <laughs> it will not work for you. You will look weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, Talia, are you ready to get into segments? Or... Yeah, let's get into some segments. Okay. All right. So the first segment that we have is breaking it down. Breaking it down. Okay. And I've actually... I have it pulled up right here. And it's a sunscreen one. See, we're right on topic. Okay, so I've been trying. Okay, so what is breaking it down? So breaking it down is where we take 
we take an ingredient um, and we just basically like break it down to the audience, try to make it more digestible, right? Um, this is a very short one because we've already had, we did an entire episode on sunscreen. However, I get so many questions about the order that sunscreen should be applied, but also the difference between chemical and physical. So you all chime in. This is what, this is what I tell people. I don't know if if it's the best verbiage, but I've tried to like relate it to something that they're accustomed to hearing. Mm. So I say, when you think of chemical, not clean the way that fiction is not real. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. That's I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so then once we get past that part, we think that chemical converts UV rays into heat, which means it should go on before your moisturizer. Physical okay. deflects cool. UVA and UVB re- UVB rays, which means it should go on after your moisturizer. You are correct. Right? And really? People, yes. And people, so, so if, if you're using a physical sunscreen with zinc oxide, typically, let's say you're using, I don't know, Kinship. Um, it goes on after your moisturizer. If you're using yep. Glossier, it goes on before your moisturizer. And people with rosacea, because that's a heat sensitive condition, should not use chemical sunscreens. I don't think anyone should use chemical sunscreen. I think it's inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah, especially so, for rosacea. First of all, I am mind blown. I have put whether I put all sunscreen on as the very last step. I had no idea that chemical sunscreens were supposed to be put on before your moisturizer. I didn't tell you that. I'm sorry. No, girl. Okay. <laughs> Talia, we, you know what? We need some team building. Because <laughs> you got me out here putting, yeah, we, we go, we're going to circle back. We do That's circle my back. Bad. That's my bad. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm, I'm mind blown. Why? Why? Because... Yeah, it's why? just it's how they operate. So exactly what Talia said. So the chemical sunscreens are going to be the ones that are clear and pretty much anything that comes in a spray. Um, so those try they work with your skin to try to minimize and like deflect the UV damage as it's happening. But it happens like while it's interacting with your skin, and then you put something else on on top of it. And the, if those are if you have a moisturizer with SPF, it's going to be a chemical sunscreen as well. Um, yeah. that's kind of separate. But the way that it works it would need to go like on your skin and then you put other things on top of it with a physical sunscreen which is what you want titanium basically anything that's not zinc or titanium is a chemical sunscreen um and zinc because it physically reflects back the sun's rays like physically it's almost like a mirror think of it like like well not rays not wanted go back home you want that as your shield and that's your outermost layer or it should or it can be in your makeup like if it's a mineral makeup it can have zinc and titanium in it and then you have like double the shield so my my issue with um with physical sunscreens is I feel like when I first start using them, they melt in, they look good. But then after like a week or so, I'm like, actually it, it doesn't dissolve in that well. Like it's, yeah. it's, and, and I'll have, like, you can, you can tell that there's something on because it just, you know, because of my complexion. So that's my, like, my struggle. There are a few sunscreens that I've been like, oh, this is great. But then like the third time I go to wear it, I'm like, wait a minute, this <laughs> Yeah. It's a little bit of an overcast. Yeah. It's because z- zinc is a white powder and it's pure form. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I tend to gravitate towards the chemical sunscreens because, I mean, while I'm all about protecting my skin, 
Like, I don't want to look crazy walking around either. A thousand percent. So what I do if I were you is um, the, uh, there's a brand that for most people is okay. But for if you're seriously acne prone, um, you wouldn't want this one. But for you, I think it would be good. It's the Elta MD sunscreen and it has like 9% zinc. U- and they, ULTA? They have, uh, ULTA, yeah. And it's the, the sheer 46. Um, that one would be good for you. So it's all about finding the most sheer zinc 46. you can without it leaving a white residue. Mm. Okay. Luta Share 46. Yeah. Elta. Elta. E- oh, E-L-T-A. Sorry. E-L-T-A. Oh, Elta. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that one Elta would be good MD. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking into that. Thank you. I mean, I even read, um, I'm about to lie. I didn't read it at all. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on another beauty podcast. An esthetician came on another show and she suggested that you do both, that you put the chemical on your moisturizer and then you put on the physical. But I was like, that seems like How a much lot. is too much? Yeah, it's like a lot of <laughs> yeah. products. I, I mean, it just depends. I just, I'm not a fan of chemical sunscreens because a lot of them are hormone disruptors. And I have found mm. that for my skin, because I did so much damage to it before I became an esthetician, it will show inflammation pretty quickly. And when I mm. try to use a chemical sunscreen, my skin's more inflamed. And by I, what I notice is my capillaries are a little bigger. I'm a little bit redder. Um, it. It, you can just tell when your skin's inflamed a little bit. And that's kind of what those do. Whereas zinc doesn't do that. And it's an anti-inflammatory. That's why it's in diaper cream. So it's just like <laughs> flip the script. So- and <laughs> When you, when you say, um, what did you, you just said something when you say it, it disrupts the hormones, you're talking about the hormones that then lead to acne, right? You know, or not no, necessarily hormones in general. I mean, even like the excess in hormones in that can lead to breast tumor tumors and to hormone imbalances in our entire bodies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's crazy how much skincare products, because I mean, everything gets absorbed into our skin. I mean, yeah. into, like from the our skin into our bloodstream. Yep. Yeah. So anything that topically has hormone disruptors in it are getting absorbed into our blood, into our bloodstream. And think about if you're putting these products on every day, almost every single day, you're pumping things into your body every day that are throwing off your hormones in the way they're produced. I just- I just spent like $70 on sunscreen. I'm about to take all that shit back and get this out. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they are all chemical sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all, everything is like trying to strike a balance, right? Yeah. Is it, would I, let me put it in perspective. Would I go out in the sun? If all I have is a chemical sunscreen and I'm going to the beach, hell yeah, I'll put that on. I'd rather do that than burn. Um, but it's just about finding the best <laughs> of the, it's just, everything's trying to find a balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Because Luckily, I guess dude, oh, no, you, like, you're not going to burn as easily. Like you have more melanin in your skin. You have way more natural SPF than someone like me. Right. So if I go, I'm going to get more sun damage out at if I'm out having brunch and I'm sitting outside, like I'm going to accumulate yeah. a little sun damage. You probably but, won't. But you want to know what I get concerned about though, is just like some of the acne scarring that I have and then those like that becoming darker mm-hmm. and so that's more so that that that's why I'm like let me put my sunscreen on you know what I mean because I just don't want when I'm trying to even that out and like get rid of that it's then counterproductive if I go out in the sun without any protection a thousand percent that's you need our you need our cell renew serum or the bounce back serum it's literally meant to heal the scars so that they're not so vulnerable and so you're not like tiptoeing around trying to like protect basically when you heal your skin fastest and you don't re-injure it with hot water every morning you'd be amazed how fast your skin will heal oh okay 
That's the what? The skin renewing serum. The cell renew. renew. Yeah. And, and, um, oh, another thing that was on the last episode was the the blood circulation and bending over. Yes. That was my beauty tip. It's fantastic. And it's good for your hair too. While you're doing that, give yourself a little scalp massage or take like a wet brush and comb backwards and get the circulation going. It's amazing for hair growth and for your skin. Come on now. Love that. Look, I do that every night. I feel like Chili is liking you again. You guys are, you guys are here. (laughs) We're coming back. We're coming back. (laughs) And just like that, we are back. (laughs) All right. Well, that leads us into the next segment, which is beauty tip. Mm. So we are going to ask you here. This is, we all share a beauty tip. So we'll start off with the two of you. Give us your number one or favorite beauty tip. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of something that we have not talked about. It's like choosing between your all. children. I know. There's always a favorite. Okay. I know this sounds ridiculous to say drink more water because everyone says drink more water. So I'm going to add a little spice to it. Drink more salt water. So every single morning when I wake up, when I drink my water before I allow myself to have like any caffeine or anything else, I drink water with either a pinch of Himalayan salt, or I've been loving these element packets. It's like salt and electrolytes in it, um, or a liquid IV packet because it also has some sodium in it too. But basically have you heard about like the celery juice trend where everyone like drinks celery yeah. juice in the morning? Okay. So you can do it a lot less expensive than juicing celery juice every day or buying it by just putting a pinch of salt, like Himalayan pink sea salt or real sea salt in your water every single morning, because it's going to help hydrate you faster and get your electrolytes. We actually don't get enough wow. real salt in our diet. And so it's going to help again, hydrate us faster in the morning, wake us up a little bit more in the morning and just stimulate our body and get it ready for the day and help the the rest of the water we're going to drink for the rest of the day absorb correctly. Cause if you ever have those days where like you're drinking so much water and you don't feel hydrated, you just feel grossly full. Mm-hmm. You need a little bit of salt in that water. That's going to help it actually absorb. So let me ask you a question before. Yeah. Let's say I have a water bottle by the bed, right? Mm-hmm. And I throw some salt in there and I drink some in the morning and then I just leave it. Can I continue to drink it the next morning? Must I get fresh yeah. salt every morning? <laughs> you, can leave, you can leave it in there. You don't need okay. fresh salt. Because <laughs> I'm exhausted. So Yeah. No, I'll do that sometimes too. But yeah, you don't need to overdo it. But I would just say you could have a, like just some salt water in the morning. You can have it a little bit before bed in the morning. You don't need to drink salt in your water all day. Um, but first thing in the morning, it's just a great way to help your body out. And just it really helps wow. flush it get it going in your body. And we want to continue to support our body's natural detoxification to keep mm-hmm. our skin really clean and clear. And this is drinking the whole glass or just a couple sips? Uh, the whole glass. Yeah. I mean, a little pinch okay. of salt, you'll honestly barely, barely taste it. Like taste it, it's yeah. not going to taste like salty water. You just do a little tiny pinch. That's a really great tip. I like it. All right. Yeah. Danielle, what you got? Oh, um, I really like hot water with lemon. I'm a big traveler. And this is one of the things that every woman of any gender, every generation around the world will kind of swear by hot Mm. water with lemon before meals. Like I have a habit where anytime I'm at a restaurant and that's the server comes over to greet you and ask what kind of water you want, let it roll out of your mouth. Hot water with a lot of lemon. (laughs) 
it helps you get mindful with what you're about to eat. You know, the mind body connection with eating is really important. And then just the hot water mm. with lemon, like hot acidity, you want your stomach to be a hot vat of acid. Like that is what you're <laughs> aiming for. So it can break down your food better. So when you start doing that, the tanginess stimulates the amylase digestive enzyme in your mouth. It stimulates digestive enzymes in your stomach. It like tells your body you're about to eat and to get ready to digest. Plus the vitamin C is good for you. Yeah. So um, hot water with a lot of lemon before meals, um, I think is the easiest and most impactful thing you can do for your whole body. Because when you increase digestion, you get better nutrient absorption. You don't even need a mm. multivitamin if you're absorbing what's in your food better. Right. Um, especially mm. it's helpful for protein too. And protein is the hardest thing to digest naturally for most people. And if we're not digesting it well, it does create a bit of inflammation. So when we digest food better, especially protein, you get a whole host of benefits. Um, and I just think it's, it's easy for everyone. To do. I love that. I so I, I drink water with lemon routinely. So I always cut up, like I always have lemon slices in my fridge Same. and put so them in good. my water, but I've never done hot water. And lemon. Me either, unless, unless I'm like unless about to go like, on stage or something. <laughs> unless it's like I'm doing like a little ginger in it and cayenne pepper is like a tonic Do in that the morning. I've, I've never done just like hot water and lemon. So yeah. traditional Chinese medicine, I focus, I learn a lot from Western medicine. And then I also focus on traditional Chinese medicine. Our medical system and our knowledge is a freaking preteen. Like we've been around for a couple hundred years <laughs> yeah. and a hundred years Let's, ago. If you were we mentally ill, you pulled two. out your teeth. Okay. Yeah. We need a part <laughs> two for sure. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but my point with that is that if you look at all the other countries that have documented health, wellness and like just they look at the body and as a whole functioning thing they focus on digestion and that area is completely ignored in our society so um mm. eating hot things that coincide with what your body's process is trying to do specifically in this case digestion and breaking down your food like little things like temperature of your of your water can make a big difference so that's wow. love that i love that those are two really good ones talia Oh, so I took mine from an article because I have no original ideas today. Um, so my beauty tip is those glasses uh, are original. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, it's from an article I read on birdie.com. Um, and it says when choosing a cleanser, stay away from high foaming cleansers as they can strip mm. the skin, leaving it tight, dry, and more prone to breakouts. It can even cause lines, wrinkles, and sensitivity sensitivity to the environment. Yes. Amen. Yeah. I mean, remember back, like this was years ago with the whole no sulfates in shampoo phase when there was a lot of education going on around that. And it, the yep. number one thing was like, you know, if it has a ton of like added sulfate and stuff in it, when mm -hmm. it really, when it really, really suds. And if a shampoo doesn't suds as much, it, it's a lot better for you, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Great yeah. I was like, cause I remember growing up, I used to use like, uh, I mean, like Neutrogena high foaming facial cleanser. Foam, and now yeah. looking back, I'm like. <laughs> Stripped all your oils. Look. Yeah, do you remember how tight your skin would feel after? Yes. Like it would literally feel so tight and dry after. Like I remember I would like wash my face, pat it dry. And it would like, I'd already be able to get, I'd already see dry patches. Like yeah, right after. Yeah. And then yeah, I need like those... tons of shea butter. Just. Yeah. <laughs> The shea butter you're not supposed to be putting on your Right, face. we were putting it on. Oh, I was lathering my face in coconut oil back in the day, wondering why I was breaking out. I'm like, it's natural. <laughs> natural pimples. We've all been um, there. <laughs> 
So mine is, is it's not that original. And I, I feel like I've talked about it before, but um, dry brushing once a week, Ooh, with, yeah. um, which I've been loving. And I only started doing it in like August. And I've been trying to do it a little bit more uh, in the colder months. So obviously the, the East Coast winters are really harsh. So for the listeners, if you are not aware, dry brushing is essentially before you get into the shower, you move the brush around your body in like circular motion. So I start from my feet and I work my way all the way up. And then you get in the shower and you just shower as normal. But it is it helps to exfoliate your skin. And it also helps with what is it? The lymphatic is it Lymph- lymphatic yep. Yep. drainage. Yeah. Right. Um Danielle, you can feel free to talk about what that is. I don't really know. I just know it makes me feel good in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> if something makes you feel good, it gets a hell yeah. yes in my book. And the, <laughs> like, the, the pro for the lymphatic drainage is our lymph nodes is what holds like sickness in our body. And so we, there we go. keep our lymphatic si- system. As long as we keep our lymphatic system um, like stimulated and moving. Um, that's why like walking is just one of the easiest, healthiest things you can do. Because it's just like jumping on a trampoline or just like jumping up and down, jump roping, um, doing the dry brushing. Those are all things that are going to stimulate lymphatic drainage, which is just going to keep us really healthy. I Here love dry brushing. Oh, you mm. just reminded me cause I'm not consistent about it I and I, I always keep forgetting. Too. So I'm going to do, mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's into so good it. to do that too. Yeah. If it makes you feel good and any, anything that like reinforces your mind body connection and cultivates joy and is also healthy for you. Like that is a, yeah. like, yes, like that is, yeah. that should be priority. Yeah. Um, and yeah, dry brushing is great because your lymphatic system is always working, but it doesn't really have anything like pumping it, you know, like your heart mm-hmm. pumps your blood, but that it doesn't yeah. pump your lymphatic system necessarily. And, um, yeah, like dry brushing and walking, like anything for your lymphatic system. Again, another system that doesn't get discussed in Western medicine very often um, that directly impacts how good you feel and how good you look and how well you age. Well, if yeah. you need recommendations on a brush, I love Gilded. It is marble. It is beautiful. It makes you feel like you're having a whole experience. Wait, Ooh. how do you spell that? Gilded. G-I-L-D-E-D. Okay, Gilded. Oh, I'm buying that. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. My, my little right. Amazon yeah. one was like losing bristles. I was like, I can't do this with you. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to do Done. the next segment, Celia? Yeah. So the next segment is add to cart. Um, so add to cart is where we just choose an item. It can be a magazine. It can be a beauty product, anything that you feel like our listeners should add to their virtual carts. So we'll kick it off. Um, My add to cart this week is from a jewelry company called Gypsy by Nature. Um, It's a jewelry brand that uses eco-friendly materials and recycled metals. Uh, I've bought so many things from them. Like I have really small hands. And so I bought um, a toe ring that I use as a pinky ring because obviously I would like to, you know, pretend to be a pimp from time to time. And I have pinky (laughs) That's just, just who I am sometimes. Big, big pimp tea. <laughs> I mean, like, basically. Like, um, I bought this beautiful, like, snake ring. I should have had them near me, but I don't. Um, but it's a it's a super great company. It's woman-owned. Um, they have really, really nice pieces. And they just did a collaboration. Her name is Erica. I can't think of her last name. Um, but she is the global director of the Beauty Blender. And her mother invented oh, it. Invented nice. The beauty blender, I can't think of her name right now. Oh, that's awesome. Now nice. either. Rianne. I think her name is Rianne. And check it out. It's a it's, it's a super, super great company. 
Nice. My add to cart is the Down Dog Yoga app. So I I love yoga. Um, I love it. I, it's a great way to just get your body moving in the morning. It's a great way to decompress in the evening. It's really just a good way to like get moving period and to also clear your mind. So the Down Dog app is a version of it is free. And I found that it's like, I think it's like the best yoga app. You can set the time however you want, whether it's like a five minute session all the way up to an hour. I think it even goes up more. There are different things that you can do. You can have like a, something that's more focused on cardio, something that focuses on hip stretches. Um, and you can do like, has so many levels like beginner one, beginner two, intermediate one, intermediate two. So, um, I just recommend if you're looking to get into yoga or if you're looking for a way to just get your body moving, if you don't have enough time to do like a full workout session, or if you're just looking for a way to like spruce up your morning routine, I recommend downloading the down dog app. Oh, that sounds amazing. I got a wave (laughs) of peacefulness as you were describing it. Danielle, what would you like to add to cart? Oh my gosh. Such a hard question. Do we jump in with mine? Yes. What do you think? Okay. So Danielle has been eating these turmeric gummies for months and I finally Ooh. just bought my own. <laughs> they're the best. Uh, it's by Garden of Life. They're, they're, they're just Garden of Life turmeric. I'm like looking at them right over there. Mm. Um, you can get them on Amazon. Yep. Hey. I love anything Ooh. anti-inflammatory. So obviously having turmeric every single day is going to be really good for your body and for your skin. They are mm-hmm. so delicious. I definitely eat way more than the recommended daily value, but, it's- <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is my add to cart. I'm obsessed with them. Oh, I got to I literally that. gave them do as they, Christmas presents. Do to they everyone. turn your tongue orange? You know how turmeric makes everything orange. Maybe after uh, like the eighth one. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like a little yellow, maybe. If after I binge them <laughs> like Kaylee. Yes. Like a massive amount of them. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's turmeric. That's one of those products where you, the ingredients are so good and like the more the better. Yeah. And the only sugar in it is it, is, is it from, um, from the natural fruit juice. So it's like mm. a little bit of um, like apple juice and whatever dried. So I'm like, that's nice. fine. Just keep <laughs> my ad's a cart right now. I'm looking at, I'm looking, well, you see us looking over here because my it's supplement so sash, it takes up two thirds of my counter space. Um, a supplement that I have been finding really particularly good um, for a hair skin um, that won't cause acne is um, sulfur. Uh, and it'll say MSM sulfur. And this one is uh, from Amazon. There's this lady at Pilates and I see her all the time. She's probably in her mid sixties. She's gorgeous, like thickest hair, amazing skin. And I could tell she probably does filler and stuff too, but I can also tell her skin is just epic. So I literally stopped her and I'm like, I have a skin crush on you. Tell me your ways. And she's like, it's the sulfur. And um, she's like, wow. my hair, my skin, everything. So I got the same one she's got. And it's been about two months now. And I have so much new growth. Like I literally have to style my hair differently because I have like all this new growth coming out. Um, and I can notice a change in my skin as well. Um, and sulfur is one of those, uh, uh, micronutrients that is deficient in our date in our daily diet because of over farming practices. So I think it's a good thing. Exactly. Our soil is so depleted of stuff like this. Mm. So, um, I, I really like MSM sulfur and it's good for collagen production, um, which is important for your whole body because collagen is your most abundant protein in your whole body. So it's good for like movement and just like maintaining your vitality and not just looking better. So, yeah. So that's the brand MSM sulfur. It says organic MSM sulfur. Let me let me go grab it so I can tell the readers what. I yeah, okay. I'm 
think the brand is MSM. I'm pretty sure. I love that. Boundaries Health and Wellness. Okay. So this one, you can get it on Amazon. Boundaries Health and Wellness. This one, no boundaries. No boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we'll be trading right. out sulfur for, or trading out biotin for sulfur is what it yeah. is. Try it. Try yeah. it. But I mean, if you don't break out too bad, biotin's not the worst for you. But if you're in an acne cycle, yeah, you want to skip the biotin. And it's good to give your body something else anyway. I was about to say, help. I feel like biotin's basic now. It's basic. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Give me the sulfur. <laughs> yeah. Don't you like sulfur is that <laughs> girl? <to> <laughs> <laughs> sulfur's the hot. It's that I want, hot. The yes. I want the it girl. Yep. <laughs> sulfur's the it girl. Okay. Um, Talia, do you have any more questions? No, that's it. I loved this. I know we got to go. We this just so all. much fun. <laughs> okay. Our, our final question for you is why does beauty need you? Mm. Kaylee. Beauty needs us to, so you can take back control of your health. I think, like I mentioned before, beauty is confidence. And when you feel confident in in control of your health, you know, what's going to break you out. So you know what to avoid, what to include, what to do that builds so much confidence and has, have, it has you carry yourself with so much beauty. And I think beauty is all in the way we feel about ourselves and the way we care about ourselves. Love that. I love that. Danielle, you got anything to add? Oh, yes. Um, love that, by the way. Yes. I just love her. I'm the best partner ever. <laughs> I do, too. She's the yin to my game. Um, beauty needs us. I'm thinking clear stem specifically. Beauty needs clear stem because we help you weed through the bullshit and we help you um, get the pieces of information that you've been thirsting for that no one wants to tell you. Um, our beauty industry is very much um, get you to buy this get you to think you're deficient in this. It comes from a place of, um, of deficiency. Um, mm. We want to empower people from within, from, you know, at literally at the cellular level, at the digestive level, mm. we want to build beauty from the inside out. And so that the foundation of it is so much more sturdy and so much more long lasting um, and just um, to impact your life positively from within and radiate out, not just putting something topically on that may or may not work. Look, I don't even. Talia, do you like us now? <laughs> do you like me? I like you all so much. I'm glad we're ending on a positive note. We have Honestly, to have you back. Like this was oh, amazing. Yeah. This was so much yeah. fun. So down. This was so great. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information for all of the listeners. As always, you can find everything that was discussed in the show notes. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. So much, Bye. Bye. Bye.